Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Black Girl Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Selena. We are creating a community of unapologetic, ambitious, money-minded women. And today I have another guest for you. Her name is Tolu Frimpong, and she is amazing. If you haven't already, do check out her YouTube page. She posts a lot of content and videos around money and everything around money, money and finances. So the last video that I watched of hers was 18 things that she wished she did at 18 or 18 money facts that she wished she knew at 18 and I could really relate to all of the hints and tips that she gave all of her experiences around money things that she did whilst young so if you are 18 and heading off to uni do check that blog post out or that vlog out um, it's amazing and her name is Tolu Frimpong and she's joining me today to talk about her debt journey um, so we're going to be asking her questions around how she acquired that in the first place and then also how she managed to pay it off her and her husband um i met tolu at one of the black girl finance workshops that i hosted and i immediately knew that her story was worth sharing with you guys so we've kept in touch i've supported her on her finance um you know content creating journey and she supports me as well so i was just on a live with her so check out her page if you haven't you can see the live and it is also on her youtube and then also she is now on the black girl finance podcast so i'm super excited today's subject like i mentioned is around debt and paying off debt and i know that talking about that can be very very difficult it's not an easy subject to talk about and also to face up to um, particularly if you are at a stage whereby the level of debts that you have seem large and, and quite an insurmountable sum you know and especially if your finances already feel stretched at this time of everything that's going on being furloughed you know you may be experiencing shortfalls in, in, in finances compared to how you usually are so it, it is difficult but um i think we do need to it's really important to tackle debt as soon as possible and as quickly as possible where possible debt can give you or being in that can leave you with feelings of shame and I know that from personal experience it can feel quite embarrassing which means that we don't talk about it when we are struggling with debt and that's even to our closest nearest and dearest I've seen uh, Instagram accounts where um, you know one partner offer has secret debts it's not uncommon I'm sure um, for people to be struggling with debt in complete silence and if you're not telling your partner, you might also not be telling your friends and family, which is where you can get some essential kind of support and encouragement from. So I do encourage you to speak about it. And if you aren't able to speak about with uh, speak about it with friends and family, there are online services. Um, there's Step Change. There's the Money Advice Service where you can go and, and seek free help and get on top of your debt so there are organizations out there citizens advice bureau also there are organizations out there to help if you don't want to speak to friends and family the first thing to recognize when it comes to that is that you are not alone and we'll talk about some of the statistics around you know how many people within the uk are suffering from debt um and then also like i said Tolu is here to to talk about her strategy and we're going to talk about multiple strategies when it comes to paying off debt so it should be a good episode if it's something that you are experiencing do take a listen to this episode share it if you know of others who are suffering um struggling with debt you know we want to create useful solutions 
and we want to have conversations around topics that really kind of move you to take action. Particularly at this time, it's time to shore up your finances, have minimal debt, increase your emergency fund so that we can ride through these next few months because we don't know what's going to happen when the furlough scheme drops down. I think there are predictions around redundancies, but we really just do not know. So yeah, this now is the time, or the past six months, it's been the time to really shore up your, your finances. Okay, so we're going to bring Tolu on. I'm going to introduce her. She can tell you all about herself, all about her platform that she's created. And yeah, and then we'll discuss how she's managed to pay off quite a large sum of debt, but I'll let her tell you the amount. So yeah, Tolu, thank you so much for agreeing to do this podcast podcast episode. Um, it's a really important topic, kind of debt and getting out of debt and debt management. Um, but firstly, uh, if you introduce yourself to the audience and let them know about your brilliant platform. Yeah, of course. So hi, everyone. My name is Tolu, Tolu Frimpong, and I have a page on Instagram where I basically share my financial freedom journey. So I share content all around personal finance, budgeting and frugal living. I also have a YouTube channel where I share dissimilar content, too. So it's just literally me sharing my journey while on the course of my journey, also helping and inspiring other people on, along the way to kind of help them with their own budgets and their own finances and just kind of showing people on an alternative way to live in, I guess, when when it comes to managing money. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, sorry, God. Oh, no, I was going to say, I forgot to mention also T-Money Talks, which is the Instagram Live series that I started a few weeks ago. So talk all about money topics and, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Fab, and that's what I referenced in my introduction earlier. Um, I was on, I was the second person on your T-Money Talks on IG Live. So do check it out if you get the chance. And I was also telling the listeners about your um, recent uh, vlog, on YouTube um, about the 18 things. That oh, that I wish I knew about money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to that and I was like, yes, everything you said was like, yes, I wish, I wish partic- the thing that particularly resonated with me was the, um, when you went off to uni and yes. you spoke about, you know, the credit card companies being there. So, I mean, that was my own experience. And also a lot of women say the same thing, you know, the, when they go off to university, that's when, you get approached by these um you know the banks to to loan you money to loan you for an overdraft and credit card um so i really really um that that part there was like relate oh, to that, this, yeah. this is my life <laughs> literally yeah I, I don't think we're the only ones i think yeah. it was a story for so many of us growing up because it's like i was introduced to debt properly when i went to uni through the banks telling me all about the loans and overdrafts that i could get it's like oh wow free money so yeah exactly they, they know what they're doing they prey on us young yeah. and naive yeah <laughs> exactly and then we finish uni and then we have to pay it back somehow exactly yeah <laughs> but we'll get into more of that but yeah if you guys haven't done so already do check out Tolu Frimpong on YouTube and I will share her her, her links with you um, in the show notes but um, oh, thank you no problem um, but back to this week's episode so it's all about debt and um one thing that I did mention in the intro was that you're not alone. So I was I was saying earlier that a lot of people feel, you know, a bit of shame and embarrassment when it comes to being in that. But, you know, we're not alone when it comes to it. So if I talk about some statistics around money and finances, so 
the average person in the UK has about £2,595 on um, of credit card debt. And that was in January 2020. Yeah. And in the UK, the UK owed... So this is people in general. Six eight zero billion. Oh wow! <laughs> in total debt, and total unsecured debt was four thousand two hundred and sixty-four um, pounds per UK adult. So unsecured debt is, um, you know, like credit card debt, or maybe it's a payday loan. Um, it might be Klarna debt because that debt is not secured against for example, a mortgage. So a mortgage is secured debt because, you know, if you stop paying your mortgage, the bank will come in and repossess your house. And, um, you know, so that debt is secured against your property, essentially, whereas unsecured debt are things like credit cards, payday loans, um, and they cost more, I should say, purely because they're unsecured. You're not leaving anything for the bank to kind of take back and resell in order to recoup their money um, so if you borrow and then don't pay, you know, it's harder for, for the... It's more risk for them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's more risk, essentially. So, yeah, so there's a bit of a difference between secure and unsecured debt. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I use the statistics just to say we are not alone. Um, the average Brit spent about £969 on interest alone on debt as well um, last year. So that's quite a bit of money Gosh. going towards debt repayments as opposed to going towards, you know, your savings, growing your savings, your investments. So that's why it's really, really important to pay down debt, I would say. But what are your thoughts on, you know, the importance of tackling debt? Oh, I'd say it's so, so, so important. So if I use my own situation, for example, um, when we actually found ourselves in so so, so much debt, we did it at a time when we were close to remortgaging our home. And so just after we remortgaged our home and we had so much debt to pay, by the time we had paid back all the money we had l- borrowed from the banks and et cetera, et cetera, we had so little left over from it. And it just goes to show that if we didn't have debt, we would have been able to actually take that money and put it to better use. But because we had got ourselves into so much financial mess it's like that money that we could have been growing and using to invest and build our future we've had to now pay it back so debt essentially is literally borrowing money from your future self so rather than being able to do things in the future you're paying for your past so definitely I definitely recommend paying off any debt you have before trying to even think about saving or trying to build anything because every time you're trying to build when you've got all that debt to clear you're kind of like taking one step forward but you've got three steps that you're taking back at the same time it's so true and I think a lot of people don't realize that so if you look at how much you are typically paying back in interest so the typical kind of credit card interest is like you know 20 percent, for example exactly day loans it's a lot more and then the typical kind of returns that you get from um investing or from a, a, a like a savings account you know savings account can be kind of 0.1 percent <laughs> compared to 19 <laughs> exactly so, whereas you are building up you know your savings account it's actually costing you more so that average interest um amount alone that the average brit has you know 969 pounds you could be you know um you know that's almost a grand worth of debt that you're paying off when maybe you're only earning around maybe like you weren't earn a penny of that yeah Yeah. (laughs) even 50 pounds you'd be lucky yeah so it's just kind of weighing up well actually how much is this costing me and how much am i actually earning on my interest and it's about doing the actual numbers to work out what's best 
um, for you because that's expensive. Nine a thousand pounds a year, you know. That is so, crazy, yeah, and that's a thousand pounds interest. That's not a thousand pounds of your debt cleared yeah, as well. So exactly, it's crazy. Exactly. It is. It's a crazy amount, and if you leave it for five years, you know, it's five thousand pounds that you could <sighs> be saving into your um, savings or investing. Yeah. Um, again, it, it's all about just kind of really doing the maths. Um, and figuring out the best thing to do yeah exactly yeah um so if I just ask you then about your personal experience so how did you you and your and obviously you paid this off yourself and your husband as a, a, a joint effort so yeah how did you start to get in debt what kind of what were the things that you I guess how did it happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so I guess I'll go without taking up too much time just initially my first experience with debt was like I mentioned earlier about when I went to university and um, I got introduced to the overdraft and also credit card so I did that and I took out the store card as well got myself into quite a bit of debt at the time it was probably about two and a half three thousand in total so for a 19 20 year old that's still a a lot of money to be owing somebody so once I graduated from university I made it my mission to make sure I cleared off all that debt because I just didn't like the idea of every time I'm getting paid, by the time I've brought my bus pass for the next month, I'm back in the minus again. It just used to frustrate me. So within the first couple of years of graduating, I made sure that I paid off um, all those debts and I was back to being fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first debt experience. And you'd think I would have learned my lesson then. But when when we got married, for the first few years of marriage, we were doing fine in terms of, we weren't saving really, but we weren't overexerting ourselves. So we basically spent all the money we earned. So yeah. we were just always living, literally, with, not even within our means, but at our means, I guess okay. you can say, because we literally spent all the money we had. And it was only when we decided that we wanted to buy our first home that we started thinking about how we could save money. So we saved up, saved up, saved up, moved back home. I'm trying to um, make a long story short oh, but no, we moved fine. back home with our parents basically to save money to buy our first home and we did that within about three years we were able to buy the house okay so fast forward now we've brought this house and everything's going fine we're ready to move into the house but there was a lot of work that needed to be done for the property and whilst we'd saved up the deposit and the stamp duty and solicitor fees etc so all those costs what we hadn't factored into the equation was the cost of refurbishing the house so that's where we first started getting ourselves into trouble because we then had, took out loans to refurbish the house we, uh, we bought furniture we literally did everything and it's so funny when money's not your own you spend it a lot more frivolously because yeah. what we were doing is we were just buying everything and not really looking at the cost of things so yeah. I'm sure if we had saved our money to do that refurbishment, we would have probably got it done at half the price. But when it's not, you would have been like, okay, this is really scrutinizing, I guess, how much you have and how much you can afford. Exactly. Taking the time to earn that money. Yeah, exactly. But when it's like, oh, and the bank, we took out the first loan and that wasn't enough. And the bank gave us a second loan. It was so easy to get it. That's Mm -hmm. what we were doing, just taking out money and just spending it. Around that time as well, we started traveling. So we went on holiday well, we've just brought a house and we've just had yeah. to refurbish it. That's what I would say as well, actually. I won't, I would advise anybody not to allow other people to make plans for your money. So what we did basically is because it was, it was an event that we were invited to and it was like, we didn't have the money to go, but because everyone else was going and we didn't want to let our friends down, we travelled on, travelled all the way to, where did we go? Malaga, wherever it was. I can't remember where we went now, but we travelled yeah. anyway on this holiday, put it on a credit card and it's like, we, that's what we were doing. We were just spending, spending, spending 
money that we didn't have and yeah it just got out of control yeah I was gonna ask a question but I forgot what it is um, sorry I talk a lot <laughs> no, fine. Um, it will come back to me I hope so okay so then um so how much did you end up when you I guess obviously you mentioned your first kind of debt repayment journey actually I think I was going to comment that um I feel like I experienced the same thing as you in terms of you know um racking up debt at uni but the difference was you mentioned about how when you finished uni you then you know spent a couple of years paying paying off your debts that you had yeah Um, with me with when I had my kind of overdraft um I think when I left uni I had an overdraft only uh, and then over time, I got credit card and I got on the property ladder and things like that. But I didn't pay it off, you know. Um, so I was in my overdraft for years. I'm talking about a good decade, like literally. Oh, wow, okay. Started working, paying off, and it just seemed like such a small amount. It's, it's around like twenty five pounds a month. Yeah. But I had zero strategy to kind of just get rid of that. So yeah. if you imagine, you know, twenty five pounds times twelve times 10 years that's a lot of money that mm. um, the bank is getting from me and it's something I could have put to some other use but mm. I just think I was just so conditioned to you know being in your overdraft is okay without even thinking about you know where could I where best can I you know spend this money where can I put this money and put it to good use um so yeah you know so I just wanted to point out there's a you know there's a slight difference there but the experience yeah. of where I first kind of acquired and accumulated that that is exactly what you said about uni um that, that's where um a bank suggested I might need an overdraft to, to to handle my university costs basically um but yeah so yeah no and and that point as well about not allowing other people to dictate what you do with your money again that is super super important I really love people when you say to them oh you know do you want to do this and they just say to you no I really love it the power of no yes yeah, previously I would have been like oh you know they're no fun da, da, da. but I, I really get how important that is now mm-hmm. to be able to just live in your truth and not be yeah. influenced and not be you know say no about explaining yourself yeah yeah, yeah absolutely I, I love it I've got a cousin you know you ask her do you want to do this do you want to do it she's like no 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 and I'm just like fine you know and I just respect <laughs> it so much and um because yeah you know ultimately you need to do what's best for you at a particular time um and particularly when it pertains to finances um, yeah it's super super important so can I ask then um Tolly so how much debt did you find yourself in and I know that you've spoken about it on your YouTube channel so do check out that video if you want to I think that was the video that that was like wow you know um yeah so how much did you guys end up yes so we we ended up in 36,300 pounds it was in the end when we actually sat down to actually do the maths we were mind blown at as to how much it actually was like we knew it was a lot but I think in our heads we probably thought it was around 22 25,000 when we sat down and actually added it all up the loans the credit cards the overdrafts it was yeah it was 36,300 pounds and was like oh my days (laughs) we're in trouble yeah. yeah it was crazy absolutely crazy it's, even when I think back to it I'm like wow how on earth did we end up in so much debt it was yeah it was a crazy horrible time to be honest but yeah. thank god that we made it through but yeah was, it was a journey yeah so I was gonna ask then in that moment how did you feel because I feel like being in debt and particularly when it, 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 you kind of suddenly notice and realize how much debt you are in it can be really you can feel really awful 
Um, oh, 100%. Like crap, yeah. Yeah, you can feel, you, you really can. And did you speak to anybody about... Um, no, nobody knew. It's so funny. No, literally nobody knew, and you would never know from the outside looking in that that's what we were going through. And that's that's partly as well why I wanted to start sharing my journey so publicly because I know that what I was going through it would have been nice to have somebody to talk to or turn to or give me advice or to learn from. Yeah. But at the time we were going through it, it literally felt like we were the only people in the world that had yeah. messed up so badly. Mm-hmm. Like it was, and because people have such a different perception of you, it's hard to now now turn around and share your truth because they view you and perceive you in a certain way so it was yeah it was very hard you couldn't share share it with nobody because people would be like uh you just brought a house you're always traveling how are you broke it would have just been embarrassing to let people know the reality of our situation so no we didn't share it with anybody it was literally the two of us that were just going through it together Mm -hmm. and that's the same thing with my journey um I think I've spoken about it I may have spoken about it on um a podcast or some some piece of content I can't remember but um you know I I've spoken about the fact that I used to live my sister and I my older sister and I bought a house together so we used to live together and I've also got a twin sister and you know there were moments where I was at home by myself really stressed out and sad and upset around the debts that I had um you know and I just couldn't open up to them about it because I felt really, really embarrassed. So I think I can really relate to the fact. And and I think it's evident and I think it's pretty normal to be struggling with debts in secret. Like, I mean, particularly yeah. in the social media space on, you know, Instagram, there are loads of people exactly. with you know, secret debt accounts or you read stories in the newspaper about, you know, couples, you know, something happens, perhaps, you know, maybe couples split up and then, you know, suddenly... Um, you know a partner might realize that you know their partner had loads of debt or maybe they put debt in in someone's name it's one of those areas of money that nobody you're changing that obviously you're speaking about it I'm speaking about it you know so but still it's still a lot of work to be done because people don't talk about it enough 100% yeah and do you do you feel like the fact that you didn't kind of verbalize and speak about it made the situation worse before you tackled it or did you did that have an impact the fact that there was you maybe you felt that there was no one to talk to about it would you you know what I would say I'm thankful that I had my husband to talk to about it so because we were going through it together it didn't seem as bad so it was like I think if it was a case of I had a secret debt that he didn't know about and I was tackling it I think I would have found it a lot more difficult than we did so yeah it was still difficult in the in the fact that obviously people would invite us to places it's like oh no we can't come no sorry no we're not coming because that was a that was a change for us because we were not like that anyone but before this had happened or before we you know finally realized how bad our situation was and finally came to terms with where we really were financially yeah before that we will just find a way to make it happen so if anyone invited us anywhere we'll find a way to be there whether it's on a credit card or on a loan or whatever we'll just make sure we could be available but it got to the point uh, we went from saying yes to everything to saying no to everything to people thinking what's wrong with these guys they don't want to come out and because we weren't honest about why we didn't want to come out it might have looked to people like you know these guys have changed on us but it's like oh no we just couldn't afford to go do you know what I mean so and um, you know when you hit that point where it was like okay let's do the calculation was it because you were maxed out because I know that for some people you get to a stage whereby you know you try and borrow more you try we was about to lose our house yeah (laughs) it got that bad yeah so yeah exactly (laughs) I mean and and that's it I think the similar similar for me I'd kind of hit a a kind of slight rock bottom whereby um I couldn't um 
you know, I was trying to borrow. Mm. Um, and it all has an impact on your kind of credit score when you're kind of trying to borrow, um, yes. you know, applying, 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 um, all simultaneously because you've reached that kind of max limit, I guess, whereby the lenders are looking at you and it's like, okay, no, you, you know, you're kind of cut now off. Now you're a risk, yeah. You, that's it. You're kind of cut off and you have to then tackle it. So I think um, I think a lot of people do get to that stage whereby, you know, maybe you could have got a credit card or an extra loan or something, but you do get to that stage where actually you're maxed out so um, and that attempt, that was when I couldn't do anything other than you know speak to my creditor and arrange a repayment plan but um yeah what I was going to say um for yourself then um so yeah so, so what we you, did it yeah once you knew that you need to do so how what method did you use to kind of tackle your your debts I didn't know that you almost yeah, yeah so, sounds a bit dramatic we didn't actually almost lose the house it wasn't like yeah that the bank were like we're coming to lock up your house or anything like that it didn't get to that stage but yeah. it was at the stage where we were a month behind on the mortgage payment so it would be like because we were living paycheck to paycheck it's like okay we don't have enough money this paycheck to pay the mortgage but by the next pay we'll have enough money so we're always getting the notification to say that if you don't make this payment then you're going to be in trouble so yeah. then we'll make it the second time so they'll attempt to take it on the actual direct debit date which okay. was the first of the month yeah and then if it bounced on the first then they'll try again on the 10th okay. and then by yeah, the 10th you'd have yeah then by the 10th we'll have the money and it was at that point we we're like no, no this is crazy yeah. and at that time I was on maternity leave with my second son I believe at the time yeah. so it was like all the pressure was just on my husband so it's just yeah. the one income that we were on and we had this big hefty hefty mortgage that we we're trying to pay plus all the loans as well so it just was too much pressure. It was like, no, we can't continue like this. Like we have two young children. We've done so much work to get this house. We can't yeah. afford to just lose it. Because then yeah. it's like all of what we've been through for the last three years was a waste of time kind of yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. it was like at that time, I swear it was good because I don't even know how we even came across the whole total money makeover by Dave Ramsey. But okay. the timing of it was just impeccable because literally my husband read that book and yeah. he showed it to me. I read it too. And we're like, wow, this is what we need to do kind of thing. There's hope. And then when you hear these other people's stories, America is a lot worse. Like our debt was £36,000. But then when you're hearing stories of people in 100000 and paying yeah, off, 200000 and paying mm-hmm. off, you're like, wow. Like, okay, if they can it's do possible. it, it's possible. So then that's when we started seeing, okay, there's hope. Like we can get through this. There is, We can get to the other side. We can pay off this debt eventually. Mm-hmm. And that is what we did. We literally followed the baby steps. So we did the putting aside, of saving up the um, emergency fund of £1,000 first. We did that. I'd side note and say that that £1,000 in hindsight is probably not even good enough because, yeah, <laughs> it can only go nothing. so far. It's better than having nothing at all. It's, exactly. It's better than nothing. Better than, but yeah. times like this show that £1,000 isn't even enough as an emergency yeah. fund. But anyway, at the time, that's what we did. We saved £1,000 and then we started attacking the debt from the smallest to the largest. So we used okay. the debt. What you going to say? Yeah, no, I'm just, I was just going to say, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, guys, I hope you're listening, because this is a strategy that um, Tolu's talking about, the uh, Dave Ramsey, um, Baby Steps, check him out, and you're talking about the debt snowball. The debt snowball method, yeah, so that's the method that we actually use to pay us off, so the debt snowball method, in case anyone doesn't know what it is, it's when you basically link all your debts in order, link, sorry, list all your debts <laughs> in order, from the smallest amount to the largest amount, so it's not based on whether the one that has highest interest or anything like that it's literally the lowest amount which for us at the time was my 
my husband's overdraft was three thousand. So that was the lowest. Can you imagine three thousand pounds was the lowest debt, <laughs> and then the highest was I think one of the loans was sixteen thousand or something pounds. So yeah, we linked it, listed it literally in order from smallest to largest, and started literally aggressively attacking it. So we cut back on our bud our food budget because there was there weren't many areas in which we could actually make cutbacks, but everywhere we could, we did. So like cutting out subscriptions literally eating the bare basic foods like everywhere everything we could do to find extra money in our budget we did and we just literally started attacking the debt from the smallest to the largest but we only we made it to the second um second biggest loan second debt sorry which was six thousand and something pounds and then after that is when we actually did the remortgage and then we paid off the balance using the remortgage amount so okay we were able to do it so within a couple of years that's what you mentioned earlier about you know re- when you remortgage and rather than having the money to maybe you know you put into pe- pensions or savings or investing or um yeah and, and whatnot you have to use that that remortgage money to pay off those debts which is i mean it's amazing it's great that you were able to remortgage in the first place um and and, and able to do that um mm. but yeah i mean just to go back to the debt snowball strategy just so that someone you know if you're listening and you want a debt strategy um if you i know that you said that you mentioned or that you list out your debts um in order from the smallest to the largest and you start tackling um the the smallest debt first so just so that everyone's clear of the the strategy um essentially you would pay more than the minimum payment as much as possible on that smallest debt each month is that right and yeah for the yeah exactly that you have you just continue to pay the minimum payment and then yeah, you yeah. that first smallest debt um you know regularly so every single month you're paying off more and just to go back to minimum payments you know um, I think I spoke about this in last week's podcast episode about you know starting sooner and and paying off debt for um a kind of a debt of around three thousand pounds, so credit card debt of around three thousand pounds, um, of you know, uh, interest rate of around seventeen. If you are just paying off the minimum payment each month, it can take you up to twenty-seven years to pay that off. So crazy, you know. So I mean, the debt snowball strategy or debt avalanche strategy, which is you know paying off the highest debt first and and working through it that way, you know, it means that you avoid taking years and decades to pay off debts that you accumulate because it can take that long um, yeah, and yeah people don't realize that you know me just paying off my um overdraft you know just paying that minimum payment each month without even thinking about it that's that's why i was able to just stay in that overdraft limit for 10 years without it without it even going down at all because i was just paying minimum um and i didn't know at the time that i needed to pay more than that you know the bank wasn't hassling me about it It of course not yeah it was just the thing it was just one of those things you know I got paid and and that was it I I was already kind of in my um my overdraft but yeah just think about that if you you know have a debt of three thousand pounds you pay the minimum it will take you up to 27 years to pay it off and you don't want to be that's insane 27 years later so yeah the debt snowball allows you to really tackle you know one debt at a time and then you move on to the next and the next and the next and you just that that extra that you were paying on that first debt you then move that all to the second debt and so on and so forth um so yeah I definitely if you haven't heard of that method do google it um we'll try to explain it 
yeah yeah google it there's enough there's so much information on it out there and like you said the other methods too like debt snowball debt avalanche there's also the debt snowman one yeah there's loads of different methods that you can check out but just try and find one that works for you absolutely yes because it might not be possible you know to pay off the higher um the highest debt interest one yeah yeah interest first of all it might not be possible to do that so just do something um also another thing was like i said for myself personally, I had to kind of speak to my creditor and and um, and set up a, a debt repayment plan. Um, and the relief that I felt when I actually did taking that, control, yeah. yeah, it was I felt better than when I was, you know, not answering telephone calls from them, you know, not opening letters, letters. Yeah, I felt so much better. And then also, it allowed me to talk about it for the first time to to family and friends and say look you know this is what where I was and this is what I've been doing and it took a while so I you know I wasn't in a position I, I mean I was on the property ladder like you Tolu, like you mentioned mm. I wasn't in the position to um you know sell up I, I had a property with my sister at the time and we were you know um still you know living together we hadn't made that decision yet so I yeah. for a period of time I had to just pay off you know 100 pounds every single month or so that was the kind of debt repayment agreement. So I would encourage you as well to, you know, speak to your creditor, see if there's anything that can be done, um, because I feel like you would feel a lot more... if In control, definitely. Doing something about the situation. Yeah, a lot more in control. And if you... To... Sorry, Sorry Con. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, did you um, do a debt consolidation or did you speak to different creditors separately? No. So the biggest debt for me was my credit card debt, which was around £5,000. And, yeah. um, and I just, you know, I okay. a couple of payments, you know, even minimum payments, because I got to that stage where with regard to the money, the amount of money that I owed, I was completely maxed out and I couldn't borrow any more. So, um yeah, so I had to just have a conversation with them and and just pay it, pay it off, agree to pay it off, or an amount that I could afford each month. And that's yeah. they didn't force me to pay more than I could afford. I think for them they were happy that I was now paying um, yes. some money off basically, rather than ignoring them for for months at a time. Um, and I should say actually just for complete clarity, I had defaulted on that credit card, so it had gone to a kind of debt collection agency. It was on my um, credit file for for six years, um, you know. So it had a it had a long term impact. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but but immediately, like I said, in spite of all of that, when I had that initial conversation and and uh, you know had a debt repayment plan, I felt a lot better than I did when I wasn't dealing with it at all. Um, just to say, and then any other debt, so debts such as my um overdraft which was just there bubbling along in the background for years yes. um well, I was able to pay that off similar to you when I um kind of remortgaged or when sorry when we initially eventually sold up and sold the property yeah. yeah so that that helped um as well um but yes yeah, and, and how long did it take you then to pay off that 36 Okay. 36,000 it took us a couple of years but in honesty that was obviously because the last half of it we paid off with during mortgage so it probably would have taken us double the amount of time yeah. if we hadn't remortgaged to pay it off but yeah. we did do it in two years but it probably would have taken four if we just continued to be paying aggressively the way we were doing it yeah mm-hmm. 
And did you have it all tracked out? So did you have like a spreadsheet or how did you kind of work out how long it would have taken you? How did you keep? Yeah, Excel. Excel is my friend. So yeah, Yeah. literally. And it's just such a sense of achievement, accomplishment when we paid off that first one, because it's like, oh, wow. It actually, that's why I I recommend this no ball method, because it is so good. Like when you've paid off that first bit of loan or first bit of debt, sorry, you just feel like, okay, this can be done. Like if I've done one, I can do them all kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, that's what we were doing, tracking it on the Excel spreadsheet. Okay, good, good, good. And now, now that you've obviously you're not you're not kind of indebted. How you know where do you? I mean, the benefit of paying off debt is so that your your money's yours. Yeah, I mean, how did that feel? Not having the stress of the the debt, and and where did you <sighs> kind of refocus your your money? Can if you don't mind. I, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, so. Once we finally paid it off, I, I'll never forget that day. It was just such, it was, we were excited. We were so, so, so excited <laughs> to finally call the cre- credit card company and be, not, cre- yeah, the credit card company, sorry, the bank, sorry, and be like, oh, we're ready to pay off this loan. We want to pay it off in full. And they were literally trying to stop us from doing it. They were like, no, don't do it. Don't do it kind Honestly, of thing. Yes, I'll, t- I'll tell you the same. When I <laughs> paid off my um, overdraft, they were like, oh, do you want it? Do you want to keep it open? And in fact, you know what happened? <laughs> The first time when I when I paid it off, I was like, I kind of like was like, okay, I'll leave it. Yeah. Open. And then I ended Just up case. back up. Oh yeah. gosh, so you I see, that's, and they know that. Thing. I had to pay it off twice. To be fair. And they know that you're going to do that. They know we're going to yeah. do that, which is why they do everything they can to keep you. So even when we were trying to pay it off and they were telling us, oh, no, just keep it. Then we paid it off. And then they were like, OK, we can give you another loan. It's like, no, you're missing the point. I don't want your money. <laughs> well, that's good that you were like, no, we don't want it. I, yeah. I don't want it. So, yeah, yeah, it was so funny when we finally paid it off. But, yeah, when we paid it off, it was just such a such a relief. We're like, OK, now our money's our own. Like, because we've been so used to living so frequently, like not spending our money and having so much more money left out at our disposable at the time was obviously going to the debt it's like okay now we've got all this extra money what are we going to do with it and at that time like if you follow the um, baby steps what I think baby step number six or seven is um, pay off your home early so that's what we decided to focus our attention on doing was now paying off our house because our mortgage is really expensive (laughs) I'm like in hindsight if we could do things differently would have brought a cheaper house Mm -hmm. but obviously at the time we went with what the bank told us that we could afford, which yeah. I would never do again. I would just, go with what I could afford myself. Just quickly, just to answer your question, and I don't know if it's just me. I think for myself yeah, personally, when I was, um, you know, you know, being approved for, you know, overdraft and increasing my overdraft, and then being approved for a credit card, and then increasing my, you know, my credit limit. Yeah, I felt like I was adulting. I really yes. felt like I was just doing what. Growing up too. I don't know if you felt like that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like you get such a sense of approval. Of course, yes. Like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. And the more you are able to get, the more you feel like, oh, yes, I'm I'm growing. Like, that means I'm so good with money that they're yes. giving me even more money. Yes. Lie. That's, that's, lie. That's, that's, I'll just, I'll just, yeah, that's probably what I was going to ask you earlier. That's what I was thinking in my head. Um, yeah, I felt like I was adulting, you know, until I didn't. Until I was like, whoa. <laughs> what's going on here but it all falls apart yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and I, d- I don't think we're um you know people are alone in that because yeah you know with you know being in credit you know even if you think about for young people today like Klarna you know why do you need to you know make free repayments to pay off something that's gonna cost you, you know, something that's 30 pounds 50 pounds yeah, it's insane just... absolutely insane but the, it's an incentive for that but the company Klarna you know of course and the you know whatever lender is, is you know sat behind that um 
yeah it's, and it's interesting yeah if you're approved you feel it's like some validation for you so we need yeah. to avoid that trap yeah it's, it's it's just false it's not it's not real that's how they make you feel like yeah the more you're able to borrow the better you are with money but it's actually the opposite it's like why do you need to be borrowing so much money mm-hmm. manage your own money more effectively you won't need to be borrowing so much yeah but yeah that was what I was saying about the house thing that yeah that's why what we what we're now um planning to do is yeah pay pay off the mortgage early so we've set ourselves some crazy ambitious goal to pay off our home within the next seven years so that is literally what we want to do yeah and it's um so can I just ask then so obviously you mentioned about uh you were able to I don't know when the banks offered you another loan or whatever you were able to say no have you experienced kind of going back into it because for myself I think it probably took me about two attempts to pay off um kind of uh, my overdraft like I said the first time I, I paid it off and then I kind of went back into it and then when yeah I just did not closing it and then I had to pay it off again so that's that's really painful <laughs> the second yeah. time you know I was like oh my gosh I can't do this again and then also um with uh, I had like my initial credit card which I kind of paid off and then I got another credit card and you know I, I think I've spoken about this before you know August I had paid it off and then by Christmas, when it's Christmas time, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, let me buy gifts for everyone. I'm from a big family. I've got loads yes. of sisters. And I've got loads of nieces and nephews. So I was like, you know, I got into that kind of spiral of you buy for one sister and then you have to buy for all of your sisters. And you buy for, and one you got buy for their kids. You yeah. All of the nieces and nephews. And that <laughs> became really expensive. So I paid off in August and then I was back into it in um, December. So, again, I kind of kicked myself, you know, pay, you know. So it's, I guess I share that experience just to say, it's you know, it's OK if you try not to but it you know it it can happen it can happen old habits die hard yeah it takes yeah it takes um, some time to get it where you're just like no I'm just not going to do this again um it's a conscious effort continually I guess so for us when we we paid up we finished paying off the last of the loans two years ago now so 2018 Mm -hmm. was when I finished it when we paid it off and we haven't been in debt ever since like we I don't think you understand how traumatic that experience yeah, was I, I was back, like yeah, no way no. am I going back there again like under no circumstances and thank god so far we haven't literally been in debt again since and it's not because we haven't had our fair share or financial hardships or things arise but it's like no now we're just so conscious of it and we're like no by any means we're not doing it so like even earlier this year in January my car packed up my car didn't pack up I crashed it so it stopped working (laughs) my car packed up I crashed it but yeah so because I don't have a car anymore we didn't have a car anymore but obviously I've got three young children so it's like I I needed a car now the old me would have been like you know we just get a car on finance it's fine Mm -hmm. we just get the um low payments and I was like no 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 we're not going to do that we're going to use our money to buy a car so that's what we did we had to just use our state savings and buy a car out of that that emergency fund that we had saved but Mm -hmm. the car that we brought it's not it's not the nicest of cars but it's fine it's functional so it's just been a humbling experience I think the whole debt journey has really just changed my mindset to money and life Mm -hmm. I'm like you know what I'm done with trying to keep up with what everyone else is doing and you know just trying to look a certain way keep up with image gang I'm like no I'm I'm not about that life anymore I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna live a humble life and just manage the money that I have and manage it well while at the same time, obviously, trying to work on side hustles and work on ways to create additional streams of income. So I think that would definitely help as well if you're in debt and, you you know, there's only so much cutbacks you can make yeah, with your true. income. So there's only so much savings you can make eventually. If, 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 you're, if, you, if you've done all the cutbacks you can do, 
and you know you're still not making ends meet you're not making enough to pay off the debt as aggressively as you want then yeah the next thing is to find ways to make extra money kind of thing mm-hmm. and there's literally so many you know anyway but there's so many ways to make extra money so that's what I'll definitely say to do that's a good good point that's a really really good point yeah I mean I think the the strategies if you read any kind of money management book is to create extra income or to look at your expenses expenses sorry and, and reduce them so yeah mm. absolutely a good point about creating um income but um Tolu then so if you know, I mean, like I said, I wanted to get you on because your story was so, so, so inspiring to me, even though it was my workshop, I was like, whoa, you know, Tony's got a story to tell. Let me make sure, <laughs> to, let me make sure that we connect and we kept in touch and we support yes. us. It's amazing. It's amazing to have you on. And thank you for speaking very, very honestly and openly about your um, debt journey, because it's one of those topics that's not spoken about. And, you know, you're not alone in that. Well, you had your husband to talk to, but there are a lot of people that you know don't have you know a partner they're literally anyone themselves. um and you know even if you do have people around you like I had it's still difficult to talk to um mm. it, now it I think because I do black girl finance it's easy you know I can have conversations with the people closest to me and we talk about journeys and positions that people are in um quite freely now but prior you know unfortunately there is a, a silence and a, a bit of an embarrassment around money because like you said on the outside it all looks okay similar to you you know I had my I was I was on a property ladder you know I had a job I was working consistently just getting on with things so from the outside yeah. you, know, you wouldn't think that there was anything going on wrong yeah yeah and it's a lot with, with a lot of other people that you now speak to and it's like oh you know well this is happening and you're like oh, okay I didn't know you know um so yeah, I think it's really important just to get rid of the stigma, just be open, honest, talk about, you know, debts and talk about how we got out of them as well. That's really important. Exactly. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if people wanted to follow you and, and get, keep in touch and, and get in touch with you, how can they, you know, what are your handles? Oh yeah. So you can catch me on Instagram. I think that's the platform I'm most active on. So at Tolu Frimpong, all one word on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest with my name, Tolu Frimpong as well. So I'm quite easy to find that way. And I have a blog, tolufrimpong.com as well. So you can find me on there. So yeah. Oh, and YouTube, of course, as well. Yes. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Go watch the videos. They're so good. But um, thank thank you. you. Thank you so, so much for uh, sharing your journey with us I think it's going to help a lot of people um, yeah I mean you know like I said in my intro there is lots of help out there if you are struggling with debt so speak to somebody if you don't want to speak to family friends you know speak to somebody speak to speak to me speak to Tom I was gonna say speak to me yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. to us you know or you know you know just research and and, and speak to organizations that can help um, you on your journey Um, but yeah Thank you so, so much once again. And I hope you have an amazing day, Tolu. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, we'll catch up. <laughs> we oh, thanks for having me, Selena. No problem at all. Okay, all take, right, care. take care. All right, bye. Thanks. Bye.